1: Mm. Yeah, this is ridiculous. This, this, um, dear listener, um, it's nine minutes past five, and uh, he has stopped, he has broken his fast. Um, so give me a look at the sandwich. Oh, it's
0: it, gone. Oh, for fuck's sake. nine minutes,
1: nine sorry. minutes late. I hasten to add, um, sorry, within, that's okay, nine minutes late, and uh, you have already eaten your sandwich. Not that I'm bitter and twisted about that.
2: I could I didn't yeah. have time. I didn't have time for a proper sandwich. I just had a kind of a slice of bread with hummus. I'm, oh. But um, but I'm no okay. Sour, no sourdough or anything. Not this time. No, I just didn't have time. My, uh, I was gonna kind of relax for the afternoon. I, I had a, a window of an hour bef- before the podcast started, and when I was finished going to the dump and all that kind of stuff, I said I'll relax now for an hour. And then my son. Who has just gotten a quarter pipe ramp in the back garden? Yeah. Decided that the ground was too slippery, so it needed to be power hosed.
1: Oh fucking hell.
2: Um so I had to I had to do that course in that hour. So I had to try and power hose for an hour and then jump on the the podcast. Can you just give me a second there, Mike? Anna. Yeah, there's
1: somebody, somebody walking around your house. How'd you get on? Yeah, come on in. This is my daughter, Anna. Yeah, i have just... Why Hello. is she in school uniform? Well,
2: she's in school uniform because she had her Irish oral leave cert search exam today.
1: Oh, Jesus. How did it go? Uh, ta- g- go- How did it go? Uh, good. Good. I feel a bit weird now. I just feel a bit shocked or something.
2: She's in the state of shock, so we might talk to her later. <laughs> yeah, and, and listen, well done on TikTok as well. Well done on the TikTok dance. Thank you. Yeah, it was very very good. Um, I quite liked it.
0: There's more of them to come.
2: More to come, Mike. God. wait till you see.
1: Wow. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: well done, Anna. Thanks, see you later. Well done, Anna. Well done, Anna. She's in her school uniform on a Saturday. That that is showing commitment to the course.
2: Isn't it? Yeah. That's like the that's that's covid lockdown. They have to have the orals on a Saturday during their Easter holidays. So, you know, fair play to the students. Fair play to the teachers
1: as well. Yes, absolutely. We've, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they get a hard time. They get a good time. You know, so uh, hey, listen, I, I, don't give a shit. Jimmy's doing ty, so fucking. There's no school anyway. It's the Keith Walsh podcast. It's essential like your breakfast.
0: It will get you up and going, learn some things you didn't know. Yeah, it's the Keith Walsh podcast. It's the Keith Walsh podcast. Give you
2: energy like buck fat. And if your head's in a pickle or you're
0: looking for a giggle, it's the Keith Walsh podcast. Yeah.
2: Yes. Good evening and welcome to the Keith Walsh podcast. How the hell are you? It is Thursday evening. No, it's not. It's Monday evening. What the hell? It's uh, the twenty ninth of the third. That's the twenty ninth of March. We're still in lockdown. I think. I could be wrong, but is i could be totally wrong no it's not it's next week isn't it next uh, the 5th of april we find out if we're if they're easing the lockdown or what's going to happen next the vibes aren't good looks like we'll just be staying as we are they might even close the schools um so uh yeah look we're here now we may as well get used to it feck it um i just need to uh give my friend Mike a call, hang on a second if I can see if he'll answer this is a bit of a, I'm taking a bit of a chance here, I don't know what ta- what he does at 10 past 10 in the evening, I've never spoken to him before find out he lives out in the wilds of Clare so he might not even answer his phone he probably won't answer phone. Actually, he could be in bed. Oh. Mike?
0: Yeah, what's up, big guy? Are you in bed? No.
2: Just recording the just recording the intro to the podcast here.
0: Oh yeah. Just Are
2: you? <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about okay. about what yeah, what about your thoughts that we never talked about in the podcast. About my interaction with my wife on the phone from the last one.
0: Uh, yeah, so now you're phoning me to get my interaction so that she can probably critique my interaction with you on the phone.
2: Yeah, because next intro, next week, I can ring her and say, what do you think of Mike's?" <laughs> it's great content. <laughs> Are you recording now? Yeah, you're, it's straight into the mic oh, okay. here. Oh, brilliant,
0: okay, yeah, well... Um, I, I specifically liked the bit when you were um, you, you, you rang her up um, and called her love, which uh, I don't know. It just it just rang sort of hello, hello, love. <laughs> it was and I thought hi, hi, hi love. <laughs> it was sort of like uh, I don't know. You, you looked like a little, or you sounded like a little puppy, sort of with its feet in the air. Sort of like hello, love. I'm here to please you. <laughs> and, and then you started talking about um, the coin type
2: thing, the token that you use for parking. Mm. Yeah, she um, and, uh, she has one in her car, and I'm like, "How did you get? The, why is that in your car? Because only she would have one in her car. Because like you'd have to drive through the barrier because you have to put the coin back in the machine before you leave the car park. Why does she still have it in her car? That was I was just I was stumped.
0: Yeah, but the initial thing that went through my head was, right, okay, you're trying to paint her as some sort of forgetful woman who obviously went into guns or wherever, to deals, I think is where you said and um, she'd sort of gone through and then lost the coin and was unable to do it, and then chatted up unwittingly some fella in the uh, car park and said, Is there any chance you can, while well, spatting her eyes, said, so, Is there any chance you could let me out here? Um, ah. But obviously, obviously she didn't. Um, but she got quite defensive and then said, "Why were you in my car?"
2: <laughs> classic narcissist. Classic narcissist. Turn the turn the conversation onto something else. You know, th- throw it back at me. Yeah, it was your fault. What the fuck were you doing in my car? And why the
0: fuck were you looking at the coins in my fucking thing?
2: I didn't even. I didn't even think that she could have just not. She could have just momentarily lost it and then just gone up to. The, she could have just. She probably would have just pressed the button on the thing, saying, "Look, I've lost the coin. Let me through." And he would have probably. So that's a fairly obvious explanation. I was. I was imagining all sorts. I was going. Only Suzanne would manage to get out of a car park without paying for it. So exactly. It, but, but when she finished, um, or
0: when you said to her, you know, when she said. Um, what were you doing in my car? You kind of went, and um, you turned into that puppy again with your belly in the air and went, I took Finn to school.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to uh, hear someone else's um, perspective on <laughs> your relationship. <laughs> but I wasn't listening. I, was, I, you know,
0: I, I didn't think I was listening to it that intently. but it was just that sort of 30 seconds of a phone call and you were trying to get her to say uh, in the second part of it that she loved you and you yeah. oh, didn't yeah. reciprocate yeah. with your loving and it was like, oh, <laughs> then you could have apologised,
2: don't <laughs> Oh, she's been playing me ever since day one, Mike.
0: I've
2: okay, been right, she has.
0: Like a and quite right. Like you a
2: piano. Way above your weight. Yeah. You did, you did very well for yourself. I think, I did. I, think I did. Alright, Mike, thanks very much. <laughs> Good night. sleep tight see? sleep tight sweet okay. prince okay <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah I just wanted to find out what he thought about that because he did mention it Charlie do you need to go out again what the hell is going on here with you Charlie in out up down and around back forwards um, but yeah if you didn't hear that that was the last the intro to the last podcast last week so uh, you might want to go back and have a listen to that uh, thanks Mike um, and uh, this will be up in a little while so you can listen to it and if you're listening to it now I hope you're, hope you're yourself and the the missus and the son are all good over in Clare talk to you Saturday that's it uh, this is uh, me uploading my chat with Mike for this week uh, what the hell did we talk about I don't know I meant to actually ask him there when I rang him I can't really remember what we talked about we talked about a couple of podcasts that he listened to um, we we shot the shit. I don't know. Have a listen. It was a good one, though. And um, thanks very much for listening. If you're new to the podcast, please like and subscribe. Tell your friends. And you can email the show, keithwalshpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Get involved. Ask us questions. We'll reply. Oh, yeah. Send us money as well. There's a supporter's link in the uh, explanation uh, in the podcast notes, whatever. Of this podcast, you can click a link and, you know, send us a five or ten or whatever, or 20 grand for our cartoon of the podcast fund, which is kind of ground to a halt. We were doing really well. Like, I'd had made 15 euro at one point. So uh, feel free to donate. Anywho, uh, let's crack on. It is episode 86 of the Keith Walsh podcast. Me
1: chatting to my friend, Mike. I had my own COVID scare this week, which we'll probably get to later on we can get uh, to it now Give me lots of time way. actually to think yeah i you know i've had a really contemplative sort of week um yeah I, I i've been deep in thought i've been listening to a lot of podcasts i've been trying to catch up on a, i listened to a daily uh, music quiz on uh, you can get it now on bbc sounds um it's my top tip recommendation i think in the very early days i recommended this but it was uh, it's ken bruce popmaster and it takes about 12 minutes every day to do this and you get two contestants and they go in head to head against each other for the uh, yeah for the, the great prize of either a t-shirt or a, a sort of some sort of a speaker but it's it's fantastic it is a a brilliant brilliant quiz and i'm addicted to it and i haven't missed it in 17 years so um i actually had about a month's worth to listen to and i sat down on my bed on tuesday afternoon actually wednesday afternoon and listened to acres and acres of this stuff along with your podcasts of course which are now my you know I'm a bit of a completist I just I have to listen to things and when I when I commit to something I commit you know unlike you and uh like nine minutes past five but listen I'm not bitter or twisted about the whole situation and you didn't even go as far as to get sourdough to make it late for a good reason anyway so yeah, um, where was I? Tuesday afternoon. Um, I was mopping the floors. I'm going to make it sound like I'm Cinderella now. Or yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was listening to a podcast, actually your podcast uh, with um, Ender O'Doherty, um, s- Stellar, very very good. We'll 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 get to that later on. And and um, I just finished mopping the floors, and I thought, you know what? I feel a little bit. I feel a little bit unwell and i thought oh fuck i'm gonna die with a mop in my hand and you know there's that old buddhist thing it went straight through into my head the old buddhist thing about you know he, he thought he had more time it's one of the mantras you know about i don't know I, i'm misquoting it obviously mm. but i just thought oh fuck's sake Not does now. it really matter if my floor is clean yeah you know i'm gonna to go to the other side now and I felt really hot. I mean, hot as in sweat dripping down my nose. And uh, and all of a sudden I thought, oh, Jesus. And Sally Ann came out and said, we have lunch. Yes, we'll have lunch. So lunch came and went. I wasn't overly hungry. I wasn't in great form. And then I went into the, the lounge and passed out on the chair. Literally flat out, which I never, ever, ever do. I just thought, I'll sit down here and look at Twitter. My phone, when I woke up, my phone was on the floor. I was... With a cat sort of across me, and I was just absolutely zonked. So I said, Do you want to go out and get a bit of fresh air? So I went for a dog walk, came back in, and passed out again. And then I thought, Fuck this for a game of marbles. I think there's something wrong with me. And of course, you don't think, dear, do you, that you've got COVID, and you don't think that you're sick, and you don't think you think it's just going to pass, a bit of a wobble. It's probably indigestion because everything seems to be indigestion. You know what I
2: mean? <laughs> I, need,
1: like I need to eat chocolate. That's yeah, what exactly. Mean. That's exactly. I thought you fucker. You know, you with your hundred days of nothing, and I'm not eating chocolate. You fuck. So it's all your fault. <laughs> I've killed him. <laughs> yeah, he died
2: from it was like lack of cocoa or something. He just it was weird. Apparently, he really <laughs> needed cocoa to survive. <laughs> he comes from a tribe which are addicted to cocoa their insulin levels fall through the whatever whatever's in the cocoa was keeping him alive (laughs) yeah if he'd had only just slipped a little freddo bar between his tongue and his back if we could have just we couldn't get that freddo bar into him fast enough he was gone we tried (laughs) to insert it endly, but it didn't work yeah
1: oh fuck (laughs) so so um then I went, I said, uh, listen, I'm out of here, people. I had no appetite, no, I had no energy, literally like I'd been hit by a bus. So I went upstairs and went straight into bed, crawled into bed, and i I, I actually felt cold and I thought, oh, it shivery. And then, for the next, I'm gonna say three hours, I could not get warm. And time the sheet or the duvet or pillow or anything, touched my skin and I was aware of it. I I had the it felt like I had fish scales on my body and they were rippling. It was just I was like a fuck. I was tripping. It was really, really awful. And I thought, right, I'm fucked now. This is it. I'm never going to be warm again. And I passed out, of course. Jesus woke, Christ. Yeah, woke up at 10 o'clock, having slept for about an hour, couldn't get cold. <laughs> <laughs> Walking around the room in my jocks, sort of fanning myself, and then I said, "Right, okay, uh, this is this is some sort of virus. I, I need to, right? We need to get our shit together." And of course, I didn't have my phone, so I'm sort of shouting, "Don't come near me!" But I think I've got I'm going to nineteen. I'm going to die. And uh, she said, "Okay, uh, we need to. Okay, we, we have no plan. That was the first thing. We have no plan for this." And it was like, oh, shit. You know, we have a 4 bedroom house, which we're lucky to have, but two bedrooms are used for the business. So we effectively live in two bedrooms upstairs. So when one of us has to go out of the room or whatever and spend time... So sally Ann had to take a mattress down to the the lounge in front of the fire and sort of, you know, sleeping bags and stuff. It was like she was camping with the cats all over and the dogs. Of course, she didn't get any sleep. I didn't get any sleep. Um, woke up the next morning, having slept for maybe an hour or two, uh, rang the doctor, and the doctor said, listen, you've got some sort of a transient virus. And I said, oh, that's okay, then it's not COVID. And he said, well, unfortunately, COVID is a transient virus. So uh... need to get you tested. So literally that day, 6.30 in the evening, in for a test, and uh, nobody tells you how uncomfortable that thing is up the nose, the cotton wool bud. You see it on the TV all the time, you know, and people go, oh, yeah. They must have the people with no like pain receptors up their nostrils who do the filming for that, or else they're just, you know, mocking it up.
2: It's, it seems to, so, if it's as if it's scraping off your brain or something.
1: it's like right up there. Like oh. I didn't know I had a hole up there. Yeah. I mean, I allergy, goes up. And then, and then she said, she said, okay, we're going to take a swab from your back of your throat and go, ah, for five seconds. And like, ah, great. Yeah, she's counting. Lovely lady. Really? Everything was fantastic. Uh, and, uh, Then she said, We're going to go up the nose. Some people say it's a little bit uncomfortable, right? (laughs) And then she stuck it up and she said, We're going to count to five, okay? Yeah, we're just going to go up a little bit further. And then one, two. And then she went three, four, five, go six,
0: seven, eight, nine,
1: ten, just for luck. And then she swirled it around and took it out. And it was like, It was like a periwinkle. Oh, fuck, girl. It was just so saw so, that was my phone going off sorry all right Very, uh inappropriate yeah so anyway within 24 hours no covert. you you are negative and you're you know you're fine no problem whatsoever And it was like hallelujah but for 48 hours i was living in fear that i was going to have to spend 10 days up and knowing that on my 11th day when i was going to be released Sally Ann was going to probably chop my balls off and give them to me in a cup, because we had made no plan. So my one thing to you, anybody who's listening to this, and you know, if if you're lucky enough to have space in your house or whatever that you can isolate, make a fucking plan. Have a little grab bag ready.
2: What would you have done differently, Mike? What were you thinking? What were you thinking you should have done when you had the time?
1: Oh, a pillow, a sheet. A sleeping bag, a mattress, something somewhere to isolate, and then have something in the room like um, I don't know, um maybe an extra um, extension cable for electric stuff and whatever. Because all of a sudden, I needed the iPad. You know, there's no TV. I don't. I don't have a TV in my bedroom. There's enough entertainment in there without the <laughs> television. <laughs> uh, you know, but I just yeah. The the plan would have been. Stock up on paracetamol, get your shit together and just have a little grab pack ready to go. As if you were expecting a child. You know, when the, the, the midwives say, have a little bag ready now because it could happen at any time. Have yeah. a COVID bag. Yeah. Don't be caught in the hop. Yeah,
2: that's good. Yeah. Well, what about Sally Aunt? So then you, so by right, you should have cleared out one of the rooms and had that
1: ready as a quarantine room or something like that.
2: If, yeah, ideally.
1: necessarily, Ideally, well, yeah. Ideally, that's exactly what we should have done. Um, at least made it better so that it was was easily, you know, you could actually get to the bed, because there is a bed in the room behind me, but it's just, there's a mountain of shit on it, and she wouldn't have been able to lift the stuff off. Mm. Um, And you were no good to her. You were incapacitated. I was incapacitato.
2: You are about as useful as a a goldfish ball on a motorbike.
1: Yeah, chocolate teapot.
2: Yes. An underwater inflatable dartboard. I don't know why it's underwater. Well, it could. Be, it wouldn't be underwater, would it? No, Cause played, well, it would yeah, at the top of the water. <laughs> An underwater. There is something uh,
1: lighter. You can underwater, underwater, underwater it? that's it. An ashtray on a bicycle. There you go. There you go. An ashtray on a bicycle. Um.
2: Yeah. Fuck. Were you, were, did you, did you, be did you, uh, sorry, my dog is actually, he's got the toy and he wants me to throw it and he's actually just growling at my feet. Did you, um? what were you thinking? What were your thoughts like about life, about the bigger picture, about, you know, the big
1: questions? Well, it's funny because I went between this, I have nothing, there is nothing wrong with me. Immediately when I rang the doctor, I, I, I said, what my symptoms were, I also had some stomach issues and I was, I was cramping all the time and I had a fucking headache and I was sweating and I was hot and I was whatever. I had what you would, you know, and I had a cough. So, and when he said to me, yeah, it's a transient virus, it might be, it might not be, and I thought, right, it's not it. And then you look at the figures and it's only 3% of people return a positive whatever. And then I thought, fuck it, what if it is it? And I'm in the early days and what if I get long COVID or worse still? You know, a lot of people in my in their fifties, um, like I am. Nice of you to say I don't look that old, but thanks. I want to interrupt your story, Mike. <laughs> you know they they they're dying. So you go between this. Oh fucking! You know, oh my god! And all I could think was chocolate and booze. <laughs> What was the point? You're, you're
2: probably like, what was the fucking point of behaving myself for absolutely th- for three months and being good when I'm just going to die now?
1: A hundred percent. What is the
2: fucking point? What's the Sorry. point of anything? I'm just hey, recording a podcast. Yeah, for I know,
0: in. I know, but the thing, the cover doesn't fit.
2: What cover? That's not the cover. That's the cover for the barbecue. And
0: what are we using?
2: There's one down the shed, the patio furniture. Can you just close that door, bud? He does not, he doesn't give a shit. If I'm recording a podcast, I could be on the phone to the president. I could be having sex with, he does not give a shit. He's not interested.
1: You're having sex with him? No, I'm just saying,
2: Like I could be in here with a donkey for all he does. He does not give a, he, he's so, he's so blinkered in what he needs to get done that I could be in here with a donkey doing all sorts and all he would be like where is the thing i need right now
1: yeah i wonder where he gets that from
2: the donkey um so uh so yeah so you so you've behaved yourself so well and just for no but you look but you didn't die mike
1: no i didn't and it wasn't exactly a near-death experience i was stuck in a room watching uh what was i watching i started binge watching something on netflix um that I watched by mistake once and it kept coming up telling me, you know, you should watch this. And it was Jessica Jones. Did you ever watched Jessica Jones? As no. A they're, they're two superheroes. Well, she hooks up with a, another superhero called Luke Cage. Yeah. Indestructible man. And she's got superpowers, so she's very strong. And um, it's funny because it's, it's, it's an X-rated Marvel. It's not a, a for kid's Marvel. And they have sex at one point and they break to bed. Like go, when they go at it, oh by wow. When it's two, like
2: I tell you what, they're like two superheroes going at it there upstairs.
1: That's exactly what it was like—Superman and Wonder Woman
2: having a little
1: lash off each other, doing
2: it. Yeah, oh, dirty, right. That's, dirty that... Marvel bastards. <laughs> X Men is right. X Rated Men. <laughs> Tr- triple X Men. So, yeah, uh, yeah, so you sort have... of been watched a bit of shit TV. Hallucinated a little bit. Sw- so, listen, this is the thing that I don't understand. So, like, because of COVID, does it not matter what you have? Like, do no other transient thing. Like, they don't, nothing else matters. You're like, I, well, I, I felt really shitty. So, could
1: you tell me what it is? Ah, doesn't matter. It wasn't COVID. You see, it's just you have a flu, like you would normally have a flu. And you'd say to your friends that you had a flu for a couple of days. So, I was off work. Now, I'm I'm a great, uh, I, I don't actually buy that line when people say, hi, I'm ringing it. People, especially people, ring me in sick and go, I have a touch of the flu. You don't have a touch of the flu. You either have influenza, which fucks you for weeks, or mm. you have a bit of a cold. So I had a bit of a cold, which is a virus, which is a viral infection. um So, you know, I had a bad old bit of a dose for 24, 48 hours, but I'm fine. But you're right. What happens, you know, it's they're only interested in one particular mm. If you've got COVID, we don't want that to go, because COVID obviously is more extreme than whatever I had. So, yeah. but what get what really 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 intrigues me is how the fuck did I catch something? The house, honestly, I'm I am Mister Super Duper like masky hands. I am all the time. My hands are fucked. Look, my skin is gone to shit because of the amount of stuff that I put on it. Um, the disinfectant, oil. it smells like a, a fucking gin distillery in the house. In the car, I've got wipes everywhere. I, you know, I wipe my phone, I do everything that I'm supposed to do. How the fuck did the virus get into me? See, I could have, been a, a
2: dog or a cat or something. Or
1: Yeah, why did nobody else in the house get it? You
2: because, know, just... because your immune system is low because you're cleaning yourself too much. Because of COVID
1: Jesus That's it now I'm going to sit in my own shit And eat chocolate For the rest of the <laughs> year Sounds like a plan I'll,
2: jo- I'll join you Welcome to the podcast <laughs> two, two men in a bath of shit
1: We could get one of those toddler swimming pools And just fill it up with feces
2: Yeah And then be like yeah. And then we're eating chocolate we're like Oh I don't think that was chocolate
0: That's uh, it buddy <laughs> Mom said I could
2: have one of these. But you, you can't have until Easter.
0: No, Mom said I could
2: have one of these after breakfast. Okay. <laughs> all right, bud. Bye. Bye. Right. It's like uh-huh. see you later. You all right? Yeah, I see you talking to me. It's like when um, the celebrity guest comes into the sitcom. Like, I'd imagine all around when they're listening to this podcast they'll be like,
0: yay! <laughs> 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 it's,
2: it's <laughs> Norm. It's the I didn't do it, kid.
1: It's the, it's the kid that comes in and asks for the Easter egg. I should just explain. He walked in there, uh, said, Mum uh, said I could have one of these after breakfast. Now, it's half five in the evening, so I don't know what the score is. If I was told when I was his age that somebody, I could have chocolate after breakfast, I would like cornflakes, then have the fucking chocolate. So he's waited this long. Then he's come in and he's got uh, uh, an Easter egg, which is probably twice the size of his head. It looked like a shopping bag that he walked out with. I mean, and he's going to eat it now before his dinner. But hey. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't care. No. He he literally. I don't even care anymore. I'm like, as long as he doesn't have to share it with the donkey who's shagging his father. <laughs> yeah,
2: he doesn't even see the donkey. He doesn't even see the donkey in the
1: lingerie in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but Mike, I'm just glad that you're still with us and we still have you. You know what I mean? I think
1: that's a cause for celebration. Thanks very much. Thanks once more with feeling. But yeah, I mean, it was it, it was just a bit of a an eye opener in this whole, it brought the whole thing to the house, you know, a bit more. We're taking things a bit more seriously and we're kind of getting our shit together a bit more now. And, you know, we're all loving each other a bit more,
2: uh, you're all a nice thing. Appreciating each other a bit more. And did, yeah. were you, were, was Sally-Anne handing you in dinners and?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't eat for the first day. Um She sort of cups of tea. Yeah. Ibuprofen. Did you have a bell? No, um, and I didn't have my phone even. So, I was sort of, um, we we have a we have a call in this house. Do you have a call in your house when you need somebody's attention? I Don't think so. No, not that I know of. Oh, maybe I'm letting too much out. Maybe I'm being too honest. No, we, this. Uh, we have a call in this house. Is it like cooey? Oh no. no, 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 no. We're not those sort of people. We're not cooies. We're bow, bow. Bow can be, can be, and it's got lots of sort of you can bow, meow, 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 meow. whatever you can use, whatever one you want, and everybody knows what they're talking about. So we have our own little language in the house. Maybe it's just us, maybe we're weird people, but yeah. So you just literally said bow. Yep, it's more bow, like a cat would go, you go, yeah, wow, that's cool. Not well, bow. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah, <laughs> and, and if there's real shit going down It's mit Mit, 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 mit And what's that? Hurry up No, Man in Trouble That comes from Kinky Friedman If you've never read a Kinky Friedman book Or ever listened to Kinky Friedman and the Texas Jew Boys, Shame on you
2: well, I, you have told me about Kinky Friedman before and I am ashamed because definitely, I haven't gotten around to reading or no, listening. I,
1: I even sent you an actual song by text one day and you never listened to it. How do you know? I don't know, because you never mentioned it. If you had listened to it, he does a song about being in a men's room in L.A. I think it's, I listened to it's it. One, it's a classic. I saw yeah. your picture yesterday in a men's room near L.A. Because oh, I, It's about going into the toilet yeah, and there's no toilet roll and there's a picture of Jesus. So he has this conversation with Jesus and Jesus says, listen, it's okay. Spare your pants. Wipe your ass with my face. There's plenty of pictures of me around the place. Oh, wow.
2: That's yeah. beautiful.
1: Yeah, it is beautiful. Oh.
2: Okay. I need yeah. to go back and listen to that. Um, and tell me about, we'll go back to your beautiful wife, Sally Ann, for a moment. Mm. Yes. Okay. Was she in the paper today?
1: She was? Yeah, she was in the Irish Times today. Yeah, did I did not mention that? Did I, I
2: you didn't? Yes, of course he did. Yes, loads of times. Um, we did a full podcast on it. So so, she, so the business was featured? Because I saw there was um, uh, something to do with um, upcycling. Upcycling, yes. Was it just her or was there like a few different businesses featured?
1: There are a number of other uh, businesses featured it is in the uh, lifestyle um supplement in today uh the 27th of march 2021 irish times i'm sure it's available online on her twitter feed which is sally ann's bags handba- yeah. sally ann's handbags yeah sal's handmade bags yeah whatever um yeah you'll be able to find it um but yeah it's a nice one actually it's about uh, it's about the upcycling and reusing denim and stuff like that. That's brilliant. Yeah 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 yeah. Really brilliant. Like and she's very good at doing that sort of stuff. She just you know she writes press releases. She used to do it for a living anyway.
2: So like, she'll write a press release about her own business and fire it out and sort of do that every now and then.
1: Yeah and she finds that if they're written well enough um people will pick them up mm. and use them. If you give a nice picture and a, a bit of a, a spiel, and sort of, you don't have to oversell yourself and stuff. But just to make yourself, yeah. And um, she's made a, a couple of friends with a few sort of journalists and stuff. So they put stuff out for her, yeah. But and it's really really nice. Always appreciative of uh, the Irish Times and the right, Examiner and the, Would she write yeah, a press? Yeah. Pre, would she write a
2: press release about our podcast?
1: Do you know that's a fucking great idea
2: we just now, need a, we just need you yeah now now you see yeah. now we're we're tapping into our friends and family's
1: talents yes now you see there's loads of pictures of you isn't there doing your um dad bod thing you did a dad bod thing at one point i for some reason i was trying to explain to somebody the other day who you were and i sent them a link And then they sent me a link back with you sort of with a six-pack and all this sort of stuff.
2: Yeah, I did a documentary about getting a six-pack, yeah. That wasn't a... a Yeah, it was a one-hour-long documentary on RTE, and I I spent six months getting as as ripped as I possibly could within the six months.
1: Wow. Because I understand from your conversation with Killian Keane that you are actually a bona fide teacher of keep fit or whatever they call it. personal trainer you are a personal trainer
2: I yeah I went to college and studied yeah I could I could go into a gym now and train people yeah wow
0: mm. I was talking
1: yeah go well on. no no I, was- I enjoy I enjoyed that podcast with Killian King I really enjoyed that podcast he's a local he I could on a good day hit a golf ball from our townland to nowhere near his. It's about fifteen miles away. So, but he's directly. As I look out this window, he's only over the road. But you don't know. You, but you're not. You don't know him. You just. You, that was your first time hearing about him, was it? Yeah, exactly. I never, never come across him before. Um, but I would probably know people because I used to live very close to the village where he lives. He's in. He's in Lissy Casey, mm. as they call it, the Long Village. Um, I don't know if you know anything about Lissy Casey. No. Tell Number me. one, it always rains in Lissy Casey. And number two, no matter what way you enter Lissy Casey, you go down into Lissy Casey. It's kind of in a, in a hole. Okay. Um, and it's a really, really, really long um, village. It's got a pub called Fanny Odie's, where they never let the turf fire out for hundreds of years. Um, but, uh, so do you ever wonder sometimes, you're looking at the news, Right, stay with me on this one. Yeah. And the guards have got new uniforms and new cars and stuff like that. Yeah. They make their money from Lissy Casey. Because you can't decelerate going into Lissy Casey. So there's always a fucker with a speed gun. And they're literally shooting fish in a barrel down there. It's, it's like it's like the cash point for On to of Shiakana. And it's on the way to Doolin or to to doom Beg. So every American tourist gets done. Each and every one of them. Why the fuck there was he? I was standing on the road. He had a bike, and he started waving at me, man. <laughs> Shia Kona yeah, fucking asshole, charged me eighty quid, motherfuckers. Yeah, so that's Lizzie Casey.
2: Okay, so yeah, he's from Lizzie Casey, and you enjoyed that podcast because I did.
1: It was very gentle, wasn't it? Well, it was like you were being counselled almost. His way with words, he was very soft and sort of, well, I wouldn't really do that. But sweet Jesus, could he turn a negative into a positive? Whatever you came at him with. Like, you know, yeah, my left leg flew. Isn't that great? No, you've only got to buy it's... one shoe. You know, he's on un- <laughs> fucking real <laughs> That's what it was like. I was like, I can't get, I can't
2: get this. This guy is just blinkered no. into, ah, yeah, no, it's bad, but look, it'll get better and we can we can, we'll we'll come, come out of this
1: manic, depre- bipolar, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I took the good out of it. Great time, you know, being manic. <laughs> you know, bad times were kind of bad. But listen, then you'd be looking forward to the good. You'd, you'd be wanting to be thinking about what's the good out of this. Unreal, unreal. If everybody on the planet could have that mindset, we'd all be fine. You know, we would actually be fine. Fine. Not yeah, not like Ender Odarty. His <laughs> book. <laughs> whose book is called Fine. He's another. These are the most previous two podcasts. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. Man Alive. Uh, you know, there's always a takeaway line from a podcast, I think. I think there's always one. I don't go looking for them. They always jump out. And his one was, you know, my Friday night drinking now would be a, a pint of vodka and a bottle of cough syrup. And <laughs> I was like, fucking hell. And that's, And that's, he's already said between four and seven bottles of whiskey a week as well. It's like, Jesus. And... And the 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 funny thing about that was he was talking about it, and I thought he was living on the streets or something. He was a vice principal. of the science.
2: <laughs> Oh, talk. all I could all I could think of was like a pint of vodka and a bottle of cough medicine. And I, I was thinking, I wonder, are you, are you making a cocktail out of that? Are you, yeah. d- are you drinking that as a pint? Are you? D- <laughs> was there, I, I had a little idea that there was a little brolly in it, you know, just and a, ice, like a. Like a little cough, vodka, cough bottle, yeah, cocktail. Um, Long Island ice, fuck, are f- fucked up Benelin,
1: <laughs>
2: Long Island Benelin.
1: But this is a man who walked from Belfast to Waterford with a washing machine on his back, and uh, uh you know, imagine. Yeah. Did you get the hear the bit where he just kind of skipped
2: over there was so much in that I couldn't keep up but I couldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was kind of doing that thing as well of like ah oh, yeah no I'm too, both I broke both my feet but like sure look we raised <laughs> loads of money.
1: Yeah. I was the like, pads on my feet. The, pad, the fat pads. I lost the fat, fat pads. pads. I lost the fat pads. Then I broke both my legs. Both my feet. And I was like what the fuck Yeah, and then we had to keep going down to the water with a fucking, uh, a Beko washing machine. But the one thing he was clued in, he was brilliant. Uh, And, you know, there was so much imagery in what he was saying. And, uh, you know, again, positive, positive, positive out of the negative, negative, negative. But the one thing he was saying, you know, you're carrying this load with him, you know, carrying this load. But I I just thought the imagery he never picked up on was that it was he's literally washing his dirty laundry in public. Mm. You know, yeah, which I think was a bit deeper, and I think I was quite proud of that. Yeah. That. Yeah. And then he you know then he dragged it up Kilimanjaro. And then you know, I got really bad and my oxygen sats were uh, you know, back home you'd be dead, but uh fortunately we were grand, so I just gawked up and uh my wife kept going. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: like how long was the lead and like what where was it plugged in? That's what I want to know.
1: Fuck I don't know. What was the spin cycle? I Again, the big question I wanted to ask him was, had he taken the concrete thing out of the back of it? That um, he,
2: sh- he'd have to have.
1: I doubt it. He's a fucking, no. He's some machine. No, he'd have, he'd, have to, he'd have to be stupid. Although... I, I, sorry, walking with a <laughs> machine from Belfast uh, thing is not questionable for somebody's sanity. And he did it. <clears throat> no, in fairness, brilliant. I it was laugh out loud moments in that in both <laughs> of them actually. In you trying to sort of like get some people to be negative or whatever, you know. No, they were un they no. were stoic in there. Stoic.
2: I was digging. We're killing. I was I was like, yeah. Come yeah. on, man, come on, there must gotta be something. Yeah, no, and I'm no, really no he no. was I oh, oh no, sure look you just make the best of it, carry on, keep going. And uh I like because even I was trying to ask him about. In his job or talking to school kids, if there was you know negative, and he would kind of be like, "Oh no, you would all right," but like they're great at the same. T- you know, he just it's yeah. I, it's a mindset. He I feel like he was he he had himself he had everyone fooled, even himself. He thought he was happy. It's it's he it, was but happy. It, yes, but it's that's it's it's affirmations and manifestation and without like that all that kind of talking sound a bit wanky, but that's what it is. He's making his list. He's saying what he has to look forward to. He's talking about his goals. He's talking about where he wants to be. He's talking about, and, and he's affirming it all the time to himself. Yep. And he is, he has he's, He thinks he's fucking happy, Mike. Convinced
1: himself. He is happy, <laughs> apart from getting fucking tickets every time he drives into Lizzie Casey. <laughs> I'd say he knows the guard there. Probably does, actually. Dirty bastard. <laughs> the guard of him.
2: I uh, I am glad I am glad you enjoyed it. But the but the end where he walked into the shop to buy the to find a big rucks, a rucksack big enough uh, for a washing machine.
1: Uh, when he, he you know he walks in and he's embarrassed with his wife looking for a strap for a bag to carry a Beko washing machine up Kilimanjaro or from Belfast to Waterford, and uh, he describes the fella. He he painted the picture of the fella being a big fella a big version of Bear grills working in an outdoor shop. And uh, he kind of plucked up the courage and said, listen, you wouldn't have a, a strap to carry a washing machine from uh, Belfast down to What on your back? Yeah. Yeah. Hold on there. Two minutes. Went out the back. Thought your man was going to be like, ha, 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 there's a liar out the front. No guy goes off, has a chat with his boss and says, uh, it's going to take two weeks. Yeah. I'm coming with you. Wow. And then the same fellow went up Kilimanjaro with him. Mm. Yeah.
2: Cause, Unreal. Because I was I was intrigued. Because he said he had like he, something like 20 pe- or 10 people w- did the walk with him. And I was going, I was like, where did, you, where did you get 10 friends?
1: 12 friends, he said. Yeah. I have 12 friends. I would be hard pushed. I'd be buying people. Yeah. I'd be like, but, so I think I went for 100 quid a day.
2: But I think through doing that, he made friends as kind of what he was saying people just joined him like apostles like they were like yeah I'll, I'll do a bit of that i'll do a bit of that a friend of mine did a thing where he was yeah a guy you know from the gym i said well, call him a friend but he was doing like he decided to do run a 5k every hour i don't know like to he, to run he was running 5k 5ks every few hours for two days i don't know what the challenge i can't remember but you know, you do, you meet them, and they're like, I'm running 5k from, you know, every every two hours I have, to, I have to run a 5k, and I'm, you know, that, that's the challenge. I have to, you know, to run 120 kilometers in two days. And I, you know, you end up going, Oh, sure, I'll join you for one of them. <laughs> that's how you yeah. get, that's how you make friends, Mike. Yeah. I, there's no way I'm running anywhere. I had a thought listening, talking to him, and I thought, if I did. I'd have to do a lot of training between now and then, but if I ran a marathon every day, so if, you know, when the play is on, so the play is going to be on over two months, November, December, mm-hmm. with the help of God and his Holy Mother, if you don't, if you fucking stop giving everyone COVID. <laughs> uh, so I was thinking if I, if, if I was going from one show to another now in, in my head, I was going in, I'd, I'd run a marathon between after or before every show.
1: You'd be snooker, though, wouldn't you? I don't know, would you? Of course, you fucking would, but you like because you have to perform then, don't you? In the even,
2: yeah. But if you're tra- if you train properly, I just have to let the dog out. If you if you train properly, you know, you could, you could uh, try. go
1: on. What you weren't promised an
2: Easter egg, you're full of you're full of a charity. Trying to tell me, ma'am,
1: uh, so she, oh, she said I could have an Easter egg. <laughs> you t- <laughs> um, no, you couldn't. You couldn't run a marathon before a show every day. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't mm-hmm. it? That would be a mad idea. Now, I would, I would, I would advise against that. You got a blister or something, and you're in pain. Then, and then you fucking have to do yeah. another one because the people have been escorting you coming out to
2: support yeah. me. And, and the people of Enescorti might think, well, that was a lot of shite because I'm tired from running the marathon. Yeah, that's a good point.
1: Or I, you didn't run the marathon, but you just got a multiple tickets to your show. Went, ah.
2: <laughs> but I was trying to think of some sort of challenge Um, around uh, around that. So I don't know. I'll think of something. I'll think of something. Maybe that's, sure maybe you that's, will. Maybe that's too mad. Um, I had my first carding with Keith class today.
1: So, how did it, dare I ask, how it, how did it go?
2: Well, I'm going to say it went really well. I, I, everyone's really enjoyed it. Uh, the, the Wi-Fi held up, which was my main concern. Praise the Lord
1: Jesus. Yeah.
2: Uh, I think everybody really, like, it's hard when you have this idea that you think people will like, but you've never done it before. And there's no reason, you've never really seen anything like it before. So there's no reason to think that anyone would enjoy it. Mm. And the nearer it got, the less confident I was about it. So that by the time, like I was going around this morning saying out loud, I'm excited. I am excited. I'm excited. I was trying to turn my nerves into excitement, you know? And uh, so, so then it starts and suddenly there's 30 people on your screen and they're just waiting for you. 30 people. Yeah. Three
1: zero. How long did it last
2: for? Well, it was supposed to be an hour and a half, but we went finished about two hours. Wow. Of me talking about well, talk I talked about everything, but I just talked about my life and therapy and mindfulness and and I drew and I showed them how to draw certain things. I I, beforehand I sent them out a pack, so everybody got these lovely colouring pencils. Uh, I, don't I saw that
1: I saw you got you, you you sent him out a padded envelope with coloring pencils and some card and some you know sort of stuff to write on and yeah you know, and a zoom link obviously and uh yeah and so what did everybody introduce themselves or no I just I just said look I said
2: let's just let's just get going I I offered I said if anybody wants to how are we all out of 10 today? You know, zero being really bad and 10 being really great. And people just kind of held up their hands. And, you know, some people said seven, some people said five. I said, okay, let's get going. And we just, we just got into it. And I told them all to, I said, just, I just want you to try your best to just, just be here with me for an hour and a half. Don't be anywhere else. Don't be thinking about anything else. I said, let's focus on where we're at. Let everything else be fuzzy around you. Yeah. And I just I just asked them to promise to, to give me as much as they could their focus for an hour and a half. And we drew and we talked and we colored and we uh and at the end of it then the kind of the thing is at the end of it you you three cards and you've you've drawn the outside the, the cover of them and you've you you know you've done your best and whatever. Uh and then you write a note in each card and one is for it's a card that you can you can either give this to someone or not. So the f- for first card is like write a note to somebody who you really appreciate and you love and you want to say, thanks a million, thumbs up. There's a card. Write what you want to say in the card. That's it. That's that done. The other one is someone that you maybe not see, you don't see eye to eye with at the moment, but you want to either forgive them or forgive yourself or there's something going on there and you want to just set it right and you're just going to write out, listen, I'm sorry I acted like that. I shouldn't have, blah, blah, blah. You don't ever have to give these to anybody, but it's just a way of verbalizing it. And then the last card then is you write a message to yourself saying how great you are in whatever way you want to say that and be specific. So I was saying, so be specific, right? I really like you because A, B, C, and I promise to do more of, and I said, and write down something that you really like doing and make that commitment to yourself, whether it's this drawing or whether it's something else, but you're going to promise to be better and nicer to yourself from now on and be selfish and put the time.
1: And that was it. And we, two hours flew by. And I've seen at least three people who've posted since Mm. on that internet thing, um, Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That they've done their cards and they've they've shown their cards and it's funny. They, they've almost copied your style, but you can tell it's not you because you have a very unique not that you can have gradations of unique you have a unique style um but their their pictures were very similar but some of them had houses and some of them had you know and it was interesting to I'm sure if you had some psychoanalyst who psychoanalyzes people's drawings in a childlike fashion yeah because they're very simple stick not stick men but you know sort of like not too much on the detail you're not trying to get a likeness you're trying to get some sort of like a here I am standing outside a house it's a sunny day yeah, I'm sure. It'd be interesting if you got them all psychoanalyzed. You should get people to send you cards to you, and
2: but then, then you find
1: it, out one of them's a murderer.
2: Yeah, like, but I was saying, you, I'll, say, I'll show you what I do, and you can copy that, or you can just do whatever you want. Like one guy drew, drew a cactus on the front of his card. He was actually a, an artist. He drew a big cactus on the front and said and wrote, "Sorry for being a prick," and he was going to give the card to his wife, I thought it was very I like funny. That. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So, so um, yeah, Have that was if you could steal that one. Well, I might just not say anything and just steal it anyway. Huh. Huh. It's my property, it's on my time. Yeah, exactly. Copyright, yeah, carding with Keith. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was my jurisdiction, I own it, but um, yeah, it was really good. I was just delighted that it went well, and uh, and I'm looking forward to doing more. So, yeah, like big sense of relief, huge. And have you got any more booked? Well, I've three. Kid, I, I, I've, like next Thursday I have to do two, two with kids, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. And then the following Thursday I'm doing another one. So I have three kids ones that I, cause last week I was talking to somebody. and I was like, Oh, we, I've got the adults ones. And, and I said, I had this idea for doing the same thing, but for kids, like, and cause kids, if you talk to a kid, you might say, Oh, mindfulness, this and kids are hearing a lot about mindfulness. Mm. So i will be able to say to them, you see what you're doing now and you're drawing here, that's mindfulness. So they'll be able to see what it actually is. So just to put it in their minds, like, oh, when you're focused, when you're fully focused on something and you're not thinking about something else, it's like, because, and that's what it is. So I said, I'll be great to do some kids. And the person I was talking to, who's a bit of a mentor, she said, "Uh, it's Easter, the Easter holidays. They'll be looking for something to do. You should do it. So I stuck it up on uh, Instagram. I've I've two of them fully booked and another one selling, selling nicely well good luck to you well done thanks mike yeah it's a great idea yeah it's a really good idea it's a weird idea isn't it like and but it's i don't think it's weird i think it's unique Mm. yeah like it's different it's it's not i don't think anybody really knew exactly what they were signing up to do you know that kind of way yeah
1: yeah 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 and that can be as good as the group of people you've got you know Mm. each one is going to be different it's not paint by numbers. It's not like this is how you draw a card and this is what you say. This is a bit more than that. It's a bit more. What are we saying on the inside of our card? Why, you know? And and hopefully they'll go on now to, to do you out of business from the cards point of view. And uh, you know, uh, they'll every every Christmas and whatever they'll, they'll hand draw a couple of cards, which is lovely. I, I like a hand drawn card, yeah, I like a handmade card, you know.
2: Yeah, so it was nice. It was good. So that was my. It was like two hours' work
1: today. Yeah, there's a lot more than that now, in fairness. Bit of promotion, no, you, you, bit of stuff, bit of yeah. purchasing, bit of sending out, bit of stuff. Don't don't de- denigrate yourself. You're right. Just, you know, be positive. Be like um, Killian Keene.
2: You know what? You're right. And actually, I, I shouldn't have used the word, but we do. We always say work, don't we? But mm. pretty much every... Like, I've done jobs, and I don't really like work i don't like jobs but i loved doing every bit of that
1: there you go it's not a job
2: then like none of that was like there's you know there's i wouldn't say stress but like there's worry that it mightn't work or whatever but that that even that was exciting and enjoyable sort of like oh my god here we go but like putting the packs together choosing the right pencils I enjoyed every bit of it. It wasn't, it's not, it was, it's a good way. If I can earn a living,
1: yeah, that sense can be an achievement. Yeah, that
2: can be one of my side hustles. I'd be very happy with that. So.
1: Another string to the Keith Walsh bow. I was going to say something else there, but I didn't. Uh, oh, that was going to be a bit rude, even for an hour. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, um, other news. Yeah. Um, television. Haven't had RTE for 12 years. It has now cost me nearly 200 fucking euros to get fucking RTE in the house uh, due to climatic conditions, boosters, aerials, all this sort of stuff. Don't. It would have been cheaper going and getting Sky for a a year than. Anyway, very nice man came, but had to come back. Um, We got RTE fitted last Friday sort of the Friday before, not yesterday, uh, early March, mid-March after Paddy's day. And um, we were like, oh, wow, our TV, you can record stuff on it and whatever. So I started recording um, Dermot Bannon, you know, the Bannon box thing. Lots of people have been talking about that. I don't watch stuff on RTE. So this is all new to me, right? And then there's this woman who goes and lives with people for a week. Um, Lucy. Yes, yeah, Lucy Kennedy living with Lucy. Yeah, yes. So that was my first bit of um RTE. Really, go on.
2: I think that's on TV3,
1: whatever it's on. The channels, okay. The Oh, the, the 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 yeah, the RT1, RT2,
2: the TV3s, TV3, Virgin um, Media, yeah, whatever. Yeah,
1: Virgin Media, yes. All those channels. And I, I, I don't, I'm not trying to sound like some sort of I don't watch it, I just didn't get the aerial when it went digital. Yeah. And never really missed it. And if there was something we wanted to watch, you can always watch it on the player. Mm. If, <clears throat> if you had four days to watch fucking adverts. So anyway, um, so we can record off this thing. It's great and it's it's brilliant, or whatever. And I'm watching this Lucy woman, and um, she goes to South Africa with a woman. Um crawl on your show again. Yes. Um, and her South African husband. Husband, yes. And I'm watching this, and she gets there and she's just really hot in this and the other. And Gronja's going, Gronja, the, the woman, uh, is it Gronja or Sheila? It's,
2: it's Gronja it. Shoiga, and then Sheila's her sister, but Grania's the sister that lives okay. out in South Africa. She's moving home soon, actually, um,
1: Mike. Oh, so she, oh. we, you and her could be friends. We could catch up. No. Mm. Oh. Yeah, but anyway, she's, they're all talking about the heat and this, that, and the other. And then uh, the husband comes in, and uh, he's this big, he's a big South African fellow, you know? Yeah, yeah. hello, welcome to the house, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a living in a gated community, yeah, yeah, because it's all this. And then I thought of you immediately, not because of your accent work, obviously, which you don't get much of. Yeah. But do you remember a South African guy we used to work with in? Oh, man. Was his name Ben? Oh, there was two of them. Ben was his cousin. But Be- there was Ben and John, Jonathan. Ben
2: was kind of had kind of had longish Long hair.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit Hugh greasy, Grandy. maybe. Yes, very greasy. Like to like to night out. Huge, huge. Um, yeah, social like, animal. Like to dance. Um, yeah, I like to dance, like to, you know, sort of go to <laughs> kind of clubs and stuff like that. Had to sack the two of them. Anyway, that's another story. <laughs> two boys were the greatest hustlers. Jonathan, specifically, this this guy we used to work with, he was phenomenal. And I remember, I don't know why I'm telling you this, actually, but I just thought I'd bring this story up, that um, we had one of those um, trainee student hotel managers coming in you know mm-hmm. the ones I've often spoken about before who come over relatively with a bit of meat on them and then they turn over three months of back-to-back late earlies into alcoholics with no meat on their flesh whatsoever and they've become almost vampirical because all they do is drink when they're off and work when they're on and the morning suit they came is hanging off them and they're sort of almost gone, almost gone and there was this cork fella who They all hated me. The one thing they all had, all these students who came from Shannon, was they hated me because we were the concierge desk. Yeah. We were a necessary evil. We were very much like a flower shop in a hospital. We had nothing to do, really, with the day-to-day running of the place, but we creamed off the top. (laughs) And they hated that. And we had better hours and we had our own sort of thing going on. So whatever. And one of these guys really took again my department and really took again this guy jonathan and uh one of our jobs that we got was that we had to do the post the franking machine yeah yeah so people would give us post to do and we'd, we'd have to go and get the franking machine and in those days you had to ring up the post office and they would send via cable money so your, that the credit or whatever yeah. credit would go on the machine yeah. so jonathan unreal um people would say like uh, you know we're here for the weekend. Is there any chance if I give you an old, um a, a postcard, you'd send it home for me? I will, of course, yeah. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. I'll do that, whatever. And of course, Jonathan was taking a pound because we'd always go, it's a 30-pence stamp, but I have no chance. Here's a pound for you. grand? Grand? grand yourself. Don't worry. As long as I see it back in fucking temporary, she's grand." So happy days. Jonathan, of course, put the pound in his pocket, Every time I'd say, anybody want to do the Franken-lads, John, <laughs> you fucking go and frank these postcards, which we were supposed to pay for ourselves. We were not supposed to use company money because it's effectively cash. You know. Yeah. So one of these duty managers had a project and his project was to look at the franking machine costs because they'd gone through the roof of recent years. <laughs> Like they used to be a hundred. Now they were 800 a month. Wow! And it was like, oh my Jesus. And there was all sorts of big stuff. And this guy, Jonathan, was sending shit to South Africa. He was sending stuff everywhere. So what they did was one of these cork guys, family members was coming in. Will you go up there and make sure you get to that redheaded fella over there and give him the pound give him the postcard and make sure he sends it back home for you. Will, of course. So they set up a sting. Wow. And of course, this fucking postcard makes its way back to Cork. No and stuff. there's a Frank machine on it with jury's care It's like, oh, fucking hell. So I'm dragged in, you see? And it's like, um, I was going away on holidays. And the last thing I wanted to do was sack this guy, because that meant, like, of nobody to cover it was of like was that. It was that was that horrible a sort of situation you were in, you know. And I'd pretty much do anything to whatever. And what this cork guy didn't realize was I had a master key, right? So to all the offices out the back. <clears throat> so anyway, the G, the GM calls me and says, Listen, three o'clock today, he, he's going down. There, we have the evidence, everything's done. Uh, it's in the duty manager's office. Um, we found this thing, this whatever. And uh, we're going to have to, we're going to have to sack like, him. Yeah. Um, and I said to him, what do you mean? He said, well, he's he's taking money off people. He's using our money to send postcards and he's pocketing the cash. You're not any part of this. Are you? And I'm going, no, 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 no. How dare you? I said, I'm going to grease for two weeks tomorrow. You do realize that how we're going to get someone yeah, well, well, your man, the duty manager guy, said he'll cover. Oh. And I thought, oh, here we go. Here we go. I thought, right, red flag. Anyway, about, I'd say, it was 11 o'clock in the morning, I'd say, we had this conversation. Jonathan was being brought in at 3 o'clock at the end of his shift. Clear your desk. Off you go. Good luck. And um, quarter to 3, I said, Giano, any chance you could go upstairs and maybe hit an old um, fire alarm? <laughs> so he went out dealing illegally. Full evacuation. I'm standing at the desk. full evacuation. Full evacuation. Legged it in. Went in. Got the card from the the, the Judy. The evidence. Yeah. Yeah. Got the evidence and laying it in the bin. Sort of panic over. Self and John O called into the office, right, listen, you need to be here. We need to get rid of this guy. Um, let's go. So in comes this fellow from court. He's sweating and he's paler than usual. Goes, I, I can't find, I can't find the count. The evidence is gone. It's gone. It's a fix. It's a fix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. And to this day, I feel really guilty about that. You know, I do. That I had the foresight. It was like that's my major criminal act ever in my life. Well. But I thought
2: you are gonna tell us about. It. Yeah, but you were about to go on holidays, and, and obviously your mom was like, he wasn't doing it for the good of the company. He was doing no. it because what? He wanted to he wanted, he to, wanted
1: to take over. Like,
2: yeah. Shit. Yeah, he wanted yeah, to, yeah. He wanted your gig. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I didn't realize people didn't like you, Mike. I thought everyone liked you.
1: No, they didn't, it wasn't that they didn't like me. They oh, they just like didn't like the, the whole, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm,
0: because...
2: I, yeah I remember getting yeah, we... getting a bit of a, like they'd get you to do kind of shitty jobs almost like out of spite or whatever, because yeah, yeah. you'd be waltzing and do your shift and pretty much, you know, sometimes you'd have to do a double shift if, someone didn't, if Ben didn't turn up. <laughs> Can you stay on? But I've just done the night shift. Ah, yeah, you stay yeah. on for two o'clock.
1: I didn't realize I could have said no to you. fucker. <laughs> but yeah, we, we, we did, we, we got a little bit of stick because people were kind of jealous of the situation that we had, you know, we were in the thick of everything and we were making money out of the thick of everything. And, you know, they were cleaning bedrooms and they were doing this and dealing with reservations and doing stuff and whatever, but they'd all turned to, us mm. when something went tits up for us to deal with it. So there was a, a quid pro quo, and I was no, I was no slacker on that front. You know, I, I was, I was selling tickets at a loss at one point to get people to go. You know, to to wipe over somebody's bad sort yeah. of weekend. Listen, if yeah. you come back next week, two phantom tickets there for you. Listen, that's out of my pocket. Don't sweat it. Whatever, I'd have to doubly fleece the fellow that came in before. Me. <laughs> Some lad from some Langer from Cork. That's fucking great. two hundred
2: euro for tickets. Brilliant. Right. Um, But yeah, because I do remember, uh, like, I can remember being called into the to do breakfast if someone didn't turn up, or like you would sort of step in. And I do remember one night that was, I think it was, I don't want to name any names, but I think it was the German guy. He was always fucking overbooking the hotel, like yeah, like yeah, like, yeah. T- like too much, like I, yeah, yeah, like I get it. And I remember one night. I don't know, they were like, because he'd be, I don't, he'd be sending buses away and send them, oh, you're not staying in this hotel now, you're staying down the road. And he was always at it. And then one night, I don't know whether he couldn't find another place for them, whatever, but we were upstairs making, turning bedrooms into, like, enough room for a family of 10. We were lugging mattresses around. There was fucking bunk beds going up, Z beds. Oh, dragon's man. head
1: beds out of, yeah, the amount of times you'd have to make a bed, like, because you know, and, and it would be three American big businessmen, you know, all of a sudden, yeah, we've only got a double <laughs> left, lads we've got this little car <laughs> yeah, and like these fellas would be like 19 stone that would be the lightest fella, you know and it's like you're, you're going to be sleeping at the bottom of their bed, and they're going to be in bed together, and it's like something else planes, trains, and automobiles Actually put one guy into a cleaning cupboard one night. Yep. Fuck off. No, I did, yeah, 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 yeah. Fucked everything out, put the Z, Z bed was already in there, unfolded. I said, List do? Yeah, anything's better than speaking with those fucking guys. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Again, I had to put my hand in my own pocket, kind of, and sort him out with something, you know, later nice. on. But you know, yeah. Get him a decent reservation somewhere. Yeah. Oh man,
2: there's definitely a there's something in there and all that st- stuff, Mike. There's
1: just a, a story or a book or a... there's something. Oh, speaking of which, I've signed up for another writing course. Yes. When? Where? Um, Kildare Writing Centre. Um, to do a memoir. Um, course. Lovely. Sort of non-fiction. Yeah, because I was thinking of maybe putting a few little stories together or whatever. Um, I'm probably way in over my depth. I think you know I'm, I, you know, I I'm again my own self yeah i'm just fucking yeah
2: you're not way in over out of your depth this is perfect. i did the memoir course it's really good it's great mm. oh did you yeah yeah it's brilliant uh definitely you're not no you're like this is <laughs> she's very good like <laughs> she's great yeah and and so you're, you're definitely not out of your depth you're, you're it's perfect for you you should definitely do it
1: mm.
2: and uh... well, i'm doing it paid for it <laughs> You should definitely do it then. You should pay for it. You should definitely do it. That's great. I'm looking forward to reading. It. <laughs> I'm looking forward to doing all the stuff we talked about, like the play and the, the short story competition. Well, it is the
1: RTE short story competition coming up.
2: Are you going to enter it?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Give it a lash, yeah, yeah. I've got one done now. Go for it. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like a bit of a, you know... Actually, It's very funny, isn't it? I actually spent, because you were going to be later today, I thought, right, great. I'll take that opportunity to have a couple of hours in here to tidy up my work that she's kind of set for us to, you know, she'll hand in, if you do a short story um, class afterwards, about two weeks later, you can hand in a sort of a submission and she'll have a look at it for you. So, yeah, I thought, I'll do that. And I um, I think I did a bit of hoovering. I cleaned out the fire, another cup of tea, put the washing away, and about 20 minutes, I'd say, and then I got, as you call it, the goo. Yeah. And then I really went hammer and tongs into it, and I just lashed in. But I felt really emotional at the end of it. Really emotional.
0: Great. Um,
1: and it doesn't help i don't know whether that's great i don't think that's a great <laughs> it great. is it's
2: a release it's a re- it's a release it's a it's a yeah it is great because you're 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 moving like if you're writing you're moving stuff you're you're dislodging yeah. feelings you're dislodging things you're you're getting into things feelings and yeah. thing you know emotions that's good but it didn't go where i thought it was going to go oh that's great
1: yeah but i, I listened to music that's the other thing i didn't realize i was going to do I, I listen to music quite loudly when I write. I thought I wouldn't be able to get past that and whatever. But as I wrote literally the last full stop, um, Oasis, Stop Crying Your Heart Out came on. And it was a sad ending. And it was like, oh, fuck it. I felt this cleansing after the week I've had, you know, yeah.
2: death's door. <laughs> you almost died. And in the end, you lived to write the greatest short story ever written by anybody.
1: Yeah, this is like Easter. Actually, this is turning on the third day. He wrote again. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, Mike, we'll have to leave it at that. We're not going to better that.
1: No, we're not. Okay,
2: that's great. Right. I look forward to hearing about your writing escapades and and maybe you'll, yeah. maybe you read out an extract from us for us. No, don't be silly. <laughs>
1: I don't know, yeah, I'd just be embarrassed ah, you I get will. embarrassed about it all the time ah, you I might, yeah. we need to set each other some writing stuff I know, let's do yeah. it next we, week. we keep saying stuff on this podcast we must do that, but we just don't We're just two middle aged men that can't be arsed <laughs> We should just call our Podcast
2: Can't Be Arsed have it done with but we'll just never get around to it
1: <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your pasta sauce Okay, brilliant Thank you very much. And uh yeah. you soon. Well done with the cards. Miss
2: you. Love you. See, you. you don't you don't miss me. You don't like I never I never lived there. Oh, I
1: miss your company. Oh, I ever... I... <laughs> I'm gonna have to sign up for carding with Keith.
2: Now you're talking.
1: I'll send you the details. Send you the invoice, Like you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna do it. I was gonna actually get my niece to do it. Sorry, I'm rambling again now. But I was gonna get my niece to do it because she makes cards for people all the time. She's always one of those. And I thought, I don't know. I I just don't know. Um, you know. And I was like, uh, I got really like paranoid then about whether I should do it and if she was gonna do it. And then I thought, fuck it. And then nothing got done. <laughs> you can do the next one, and you can both do it. I uh, don't know. No, I will. I will do one though. Do definitely. I'm very Mike. artistic.
2: Huge. It's not what it's about,
1: Mike. It's not. Oh, oh! It's not oh, an art competition. No. We get gold stars. <laughs> 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 well, <no. laughs>
2: see it, see you, Mike. Mind yourself. Enjoy your evening. <laughs> and that's it. That's me chatting to my friend Mike. Uh, Mike Maron. He lives in Clare used to live in London, we worked in a hotel in London, hooked up relatively recently after not seeing each other pretty much since then, since the 90s, and uh, I said, hey, do you want to just jump on a podcast I'm thinking of doing, and he said, yeah, I think it's worked out pretty well, oh yeah, thanks Mike, I still can't remember what we talked about, but it was good a good chat it's always it's always, a, it's always a level it's always up to a certain level of you know certain standard um anyway i got to go uh take me meds for me back get a good night's sleep and i'll be back tomorrow my back will be back to where it should be and i'll be back i think the meds are already kicking in do you like that when people call medication meds or not it's kind of it's kind of weird isn't it Mm, I wonder do they, because I don't drink now, I definitely feel feel like I get the benefit of them a lot more. I that could be bollocks. Bull, bullocks. Anyway, um, listen, thank you very much for listening. Very welcome if you're a new listener. Please subscribe, please like, please tell your friends, share on social media. If you're a fan of the podcast, get it out there on social media. Don't worry about people not liking it or laughing at you for liking it. Fuck them. Just get it out there on social media. Tell people you're a fan. I'm working for ambassadors of the podcast. So if you want to sign up as an ambassador for the podcast. Um, the OGs. Where are my OGs at? You're the ambassadors. Get the, get the word out there. Uh, email the show. KeithWalshPod at gmail.com Tell me you're an OG. You want to be an ambassador. Spread the word. And uh, we will reward you somehow. I don't know how. When we do our first live we will reward you. Uh, listen, take it easy, mind yourself, um, have a good night, and walk towards the light. Okay? That, nah, I need that. Needs work. Needs work. Any suggestions for sign offs? Send them in. Thanks to ACast as always for their support, and um, we love you. Me and Mike love you in a podcast way. All the best. Good night. Good luck. Goodbye.